When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Nation and happy holidays to those who celebrate. It's Jeremy Brenner here with another episode of The Dream Take presented by The Dream Shake. Home of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. And on this day, February 9th, home of all things trade deadline. We've got a busy show for you. I'm here for the next hour plus here on Spotify Live talking all things Rockets, all things NBA trade deadline. Should be a busy hour. We had a bit of a dead period for about 45 minutes after a trade that sent Matisse Thibel to the Trailblazers. But just before I came live, we have two big trades to talk about. So the first one involves Bones Highland going to the Los Angeles Clippers. And in return, the Nuggets get two second round picks. So a good little buy there for the Clippers as they try to make a postseason push. And Bones Highland had wanted out of 
Denver for some time and he gets his wish on deadline day. But possibly a more important trade that went down a three-team deal between the Warriors, Pistons, and Hawks. So the Warriors, they trade James Wiseman, the number two pick of the 2020 NBA draft. He's off to Detroit, the Detroit Pistons taking on James Wiseman. And in return, the Warriors are getting Sadiq Bey, but they're going to flip him and trade him to the, um, they're going to trade him to Atlanta for five second round picks. Again, breaking news. This is a big day for breaking news. And this time it's our Houston Rockets getting involved in the action. The Rockets are trading Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando to the Atlanta Hawks for Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky. Interesting little deal there. They probably aren't going to keep Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky, but that is a very interesting deal. Any Rockets people want to come up and talk about this one? I'm all ears. I'll be here for the next two hours or so. I'm also working on a whole bunch of other stuff at the same time. But this is why we multitask. This is why we learn how. So if you want to come up, feel free to hit that speaker request button and come on up. Come talk some Rockets. But just to kind of get my thoughts on the deal, you know, it's not too, it's not too much. I, I don't know. It, it, to me, what this deal does is it frees up some playing time in that front court for Usman Garuba. I think Usman Garuba is probably the biggest winner in this deal. Um, so, yeah, I would I would probably give the the W on this one of the Rock. I can't imagine both Kaminsky and Justin Holiday are uh, are coming to stay in Houston. Uh, I'd be I'd be honestly really surprised, but. Um, you know, hey, we, we talked about it on last night's show about how the Rockets are not going to have that busy of a trade deadline. And here we are. It's looking like it could be pretty busy. Um, but we'll see. We still got 56 minutes until this trade deadline. Again, also, there are um, there are possibly going to be deals that happen outside of um, out after the three o'clock. Uh, Eastern 2 p.m. Central deadline. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just. This, this is going to be a very interesting show. I'm. I'm looking at TweetDeck. I'm looking at my tracker, my personal tracker. I've got people in the comments saying nothing burger trade from Jacob. Uh, terrible trade from the Rockets. Ryan says it does nothing for him. But what this does is it frees up. It frees up space. That that's. That's ultimately what the Rockets are trying to do here. Uh, you know, get a little bit creative. I'd be curious to see if Frank Kaminsky is is staying. Um, you know, both of them are expiring contracts, I'm reading here, and it, it doesn't seem like either of them will stay. You know, uh, Garrison Matthews, I know, has you know, very little money attached beyond this season, if, if any at all, um, but now he's off to the Hawks, gives them – uh, three-point shooter to work with. I'm I'm not like, yeah, the move obviously isn't a needle pusher, um, but this this does, it's something. It's It certainly is something. I'm sure Michael Brown is not very thrilled about the trading of Bruno Fernando um, and Gary Bird, man. Gary Bird, the era is, is over in Houston for Gary Bird. 
all the best to Bruno and to Garrison Matthews uh, for their time in Houston. Um, yeah, I'm, now as we kind of wait for this next deal, let me try to go back to yesterday and, and try to process all of what happened with this Kevin Durant trade. It seemed like after the Nets traded um, Kyrie Irving that things were going to you know, possibly go in a different direction. Although it's very hard to see something like that go so south so quickly. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm very surprised by the deal just to kind of fully lay out the trade again here. Here is what the trade is. The Suns are receiving Kevin Durant and TJ Warren from the Phoenix Sun or from the Brooklyn Nets, excuse me. In exchange, the, the Nets are getting Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, the rights to Jay Crowder, which they have already traded to Milwaukee, it seems, four first-round picks, and I believe a 2028 pick swap on top of that. So it's it was a busy, busy, um, busy trade. Shakes up the game, and of course it happened at like 11.45 at night. You know, Mike, Mike and I were talking on our show yesterday. Go check it out if you haven't done so already. But we were talking about, um, you know, the possibility of Chris Paul being traded. Um, and that kind of insinuated that, you know, the Suns were going to do something. You know, Matt Ishbia was, officially became the governor of the Suns. And he had his press conference about, hey, we want to make this team better. We want to go and do it. But in, in his first big move as owner or governor of the Suns, goes out and gets one of the greatest players of all time. So pretty good start for Matt Ishbia and the KD Suns era. Um, I, I personally think it's a great deal for the Suns. And the Nets don't get, you know, totally fleeced here, I don't think either. You know, Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, I think are, you know, proven to be a potential building block to help a winning team. And I personally think that the Nets aren't going to be like bottom feeders uh, in the NBA, but they're certainly not going to be as good as they were with KD, which really helps the Houston Rockets because obviously as, as we know uh, the Rockets have the Nets draft capital for the next 19th years. And that is uh, quite the, quite the deal. I'm seeing more uh, updates on this, Deal, according to Kelly Eco of The Athletic and friend of the Dream Shake, the Rockets are getting two second-round picks in this deal with the Hawks. So the full, the full trade details, as, it's, as it says right now currently, as to what I'm reading, the Rockets get Frank Kaminsky, Justin Holiday, Oklahoma City 2024 second-round pick, Oklahoma City 2025 second-round pick, and the Rock and the Hawks get Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando. So, I think that the Rockets get a good get a good trade out of this. You know, uh, there's a lot of talk about second round picks and and that being like you know more valued than normal. And I was reading about this on Twitter um, from some people, and basically what it looks like is th- because this one and done deal could you know, be no longer in, in a couple of years, teams want more second round picks in order to, because it could be you're drafting a whole class of 
freshmen and you're drafting a whole class of high school seniors and it's going to create one of the best draft classes ever. Um, and so that's, that's why second round picks are becoming more valuable. It's why you're seeing five second round picks that the Warriors are acquiring for uh, Sadiq Bay. Um, you're seeing that with Jay Crowder as well. Um, and maybe that'll be the deal for Eric Gordon. We'll have to wait and see. But seeing another trade here, uh, according to Shams, it looks like Darius Baisley's off to go join the KD Super Team in Phoenix. And in exchange, the Thunder are getting Dario Saric, which could be, I think, sounds like a really good deal for, for the Thunder. Um, it sound, I mean, I think that's a very fair trade off of the jump, but I think, honestly, you know, anything that the Suns do is a win. You know, you got the best player in the league, possibly, you got, or one of the best five players in the league. So props to, props to the Suns for getting that done. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy about this Rockets trade, actually. Um, I would love some company up here because as much as I love to hear myself talk, I love to hear from the listeners. So if you've got some time, hit that speaker request button. I'll let you come up here and talk. But here we go. Breaking news. Eric Gordon is moving on to the Los Angeles Clippers. So the Rockets are getting this deal done. Finally, Eric Gordon heading to the Clippers. The day has come, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see what the move is uh, to get the Rockets. You know, it'd be interesting to see if the Rockets are going to make this a three-team trade with the Hawks. If they're going to make this a, um, if they're going to make this into a three-team trade with the Nuggets, maybe Bones Highland coming to the Nuggets. We'll have to wait and see. But I've got my co-pilot Michael Brown up here, Mike. Busy, busy start to the NBA trade deadline show. Hey, uh, yes, sorry I'm late. I see that we've got multiple Rockets deals to talk about now. Yes, so just to recap for everyone and for you. So in a tra- there's two trades, one with the Hawks at the moment. The Hawks are getting Bruno Fernando and Gary Bird. In exchange, the Rockets are getting Frank Kaminsky, Justin Holiday, and two future second-round picks. And all we know about the Eric Gordon deal is that he's to the Clippers. We don't know. Wow. Wow. Well, just saying there are multiple teams in the deal, though. So it could be a three-team trade for Bones Highland. It could be a three-team trade with the Hawks. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry, I'm trying to get caught up while I have you. Do you like this Atlanta deal for, for us? I don't like that deal. I, I think it, it's kind of a nothing deal. Like, it, it, it makes sense. They get the two second-round picks, which is better than what they had before. Um, you know, I, I would have a hard time seeing Justin Holiday actually suit up for the Rockets. Um, so I don't think that's going to be a thing. So that opens up a roster spot for the Rockets. Maybe they're taking on multiple people in this Eric Gordon deal. And that might, you know, hear something. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking at this deal at first, glance, I, I, I do think I just, that these two deals could be connected. It looks like Luke Kennard, hold on. Luke Kennard is going to the Memphis Grizzlies. So that could be where the three, that could be the third team is Memphis. I just like, why, why are we, why? Why trade Bruno Fernando? I don't get that. 
I mean, I get Trading it. Trading Bruno Fernando opens I, up. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, they better. It opens up cap space maybe a little bit, and it also gets Usman Gruba. Wow, the Rockets are getting John Wall. No way. The Rockets are getting not, John Wall. That's not. That's no that's way. Not funny. It's it's legit. It's that's legit. Not, I'm not even. I'm not even Josh. Sham. Sham. Sham just said it. Houston Rockets are acquiring John Wall. No way, man. What? What? What the, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what are, like, honestly, what are we doing? I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Thank God that Eric Gordon is gone. <laughs> but so they're bringing back. No, man, for real. Just, like, are you kidding me? That That's too funny. That, that, that's, that's comedy right there. Can you do two bios I mean, it, on the same guy? I mean, that's well, I mean, that's got to be a first time in NBA history because let me ask you. I mean, okay, first of all, as I'll talk on it a little bit while you it sounds like you're trying to get the details on it. I love this Mm -hmm. move for the simple fact that you're opening up so many minutes nightly for all of our guys. This that's a win in and of itself by moving Eric Gordon. Is yeah, but but John Wall's not coming here to come off the bench. No, 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 no. I know. I'm not. I, I don't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Shut up. Um, I'm just saying that I love getting rid of Eric Gordon because it opens up minutes for Christopher. It opens up minutes for all of our guys. Um. Oh man, this is. They better be. They better be getting. Something. They better be getting. Been, they like, better be getting something else. I'm gonna put it that way. They better be. I can't believe else. they were able to find a trade for John Wall. That is, you know, the the theme of this trade deadline has been, um, you know, teams reacquiring assets. You see here in this trade alone, Eric Gordon's going back to the Clippers. John Wall's going back to the Rockets. Danny Green is coming to the Rockets in this trade. Oh, get Danny Green. Okay, title. Um, let me ask you a question, Jeremy. In the history of sports or life, have you ever seen anybody literally go on a podcast, trash an organization, and then get traded for by that same organization? What did John Wall do to deserve this? That that's what I Oh want my to god. Know. Oh my god. Ryan just left something in the chat. Mikhail Bridges is a rocket. Now what? we got to be careful about those things. I know. I'm not seeing I know. it now. I know. I know. Um, I know. I just saw it. So clarifying. First of all, welcome to my favorite podcast of the year with my dude Jeremy Brenner. <laughs> um, I'm not. I said that out loud. However, yeah, my dad's in my text. I know we got John Wallback question mark. Yeah, we're as confused as you are. All right, here's Kelly Eco, Garrison Matthews, and Bruno Fernando. To the Hawks for Justin Holiday, yada yada yada. Okay, here's here's the kicker: the Rockets get a pick swap with the Milwaukee oh. pick and the Clippers pick. So, if the Clippers West. pick is better than Milwaukee's, which is looking like it will, the Rockets will be able to move up in the draft from wherever, like the mid twenties, where the Milwaukee should be, to the teens, early twenties, where the Clippers might be. So, <laughs> Salman Ali, brutal. John Wall is about to get bought out by the Rockets twice in six months. That is got to be some kind of record. That that is comedy. That's fantastic. That is like the NBA so zero days without being absolutely ridiculous. 
Um, <laughs> oh man. So let me, so let me ask you this. So immediately, I mean, what we know about this deal, obviously John Wall is not going to play for this team. Who's your new starting two guard. It's gotta be KJ, right? I would imagine KJ, the, the starting lineup, assuming Kevin Porter comes back, it's Kevin Porter, Jalen green, KJ, um, and then Jabari and Shingun. And then while, and if Kevin Porter is gone for longer, um, it would probably be, um, it would probably be Tari in the, in the starting five. That's what I would assume. It's okay. So let me ask you, let me ask you this. Why, Why do the Rockets do this deal? What is the benefit outside of the, obvious which is moving Eric Gordon off of this team and going full on youth that you and I have said for two years now um oh hold on breaking news what Patrick Beverly's going to the magic from Obamba that Ooh. that's fun and Ooh, that I means I've got to get life. some that means I've got to get some magic work in. So if there's another speaker that wants to come up and talk about this Rockets trade, uh, feel free to come on up and hit that speaker request button and talk to Mike. Yeah, I got you, Jeremy. I can, okay, I can appreciate you, Mike. 15, 20 I'll be back minutes. in like 10. You got it, brother. All right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mike Brown's version of the NBA trade deadline. So I am going to try. Jim, are you up here? I'm up here, brother. Hey, man. Oh, we got some going zones. We got some going zones. Oh, Ooh, man. Okay. Yeah. So I'm literally in the boardroom at my day-to-day job trying to uh, take this on with you. So bear with me while I'm on Twitter talking to you. First thoughts on this deal, my friend. <sighs> I, yeah. I mean, they had, they had to unload Eric, but I don't, I don't know what I, I don't know what I think about this. It, it, <sighs> I mean, I guess the swap is worth something because the, the Clippers are just not very good. But, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs or whatever. But I, that's, the, that's the meat of it is the swap, right? I mean. Well, it's, so as of right now, it looks like if this currently would move the Rockets from 28 to number 18. The Clippers pick this year is the ah. worst pick of Oklahoma City and the Clippers. I just – like, as I told Jeremy, my first thought on moving Fernando and Garrison Matthews for, what, Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky? Why? Yeah. Right. Fernando I mean, just came I, off a double-digit rebound game. I'm not saying he's the greatest player in the entire world, but that literally does nothing for me. And you lose a, sh- a true shooter off of your bench in Garrison Matthews. I don't – um, that's not – that's not – that ain't, that ain't so, for me, fam. I mean – you think? Do you think Kaminsky is a uh, is a buyout? I mean, I think he I think he sucks. I think he's terrible at basketball, and I think Holiday well, is like the yeah. third best brother. I think that third or fourth best brother. Do I think he's a buyout candidate? I don't know. I mean, he's fine. I mean, he's a fine player, uh, but I, he does nothing for me. It does open up minutes for Garuba, so I like that move. Yeah, I mean, th- this this gets interesting because in these last what thirty nine minutes, 
oh, I think we, I think there are other moves that are being made. I mean, who knows? That move may have been made in prelude to something else. That's the other thing we got to remember is that this may not be the final move. Now, Holiday and Kaminsky, you, I mean, I guess you could. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants them. But if you're trying to package something and you just need to move bodies, maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe you can do something with that. I doubt it, though, because. Well, and I'm I'm looking on I'm looking on Twitter, and I'm looking at this immediate reaction of you gave up Eric Gordon to move up twelve spots, and people are lauding this as some great move. Am I missing something? Like, congrats, you move into the late twenties, yeah. and I get it. You hit you hit on Shangun, and you hit on Tari Eason in that same range. Like, I get that, but that's your best trade. You just traded your best trade asset player-wise in Eric Gordon. Like, look at look around the league at what is transpiring with Kevin Durant going to Phoenix. Like, playoff teams need a guy like Eric Gordon. You're going to tell me that you couldn't have pulled the trigger? I would have rather have Matisse Theibel from Philadelphia, you know, instead of him going to Portland. Like I want players, Jim. You know I what I think? Care about draft like, draft picks mean nothing to me unless it's it's got a shot at being a top seven pick. Like it, enough, you can't even develop the talent you have. Nonetheless, get more individual right. talent to bring in those types of guys. This is you know what this is. This is a style over substance move, right? Because this is them saying, "Well, we still got something first round ish." For Eric Gordon, it's like, wow, you tied yourself up over this whole first round nonsense. Because think about it, that's that's what that move is. That's 100% what the move is, that they didn't want to trade him unless they could get a first round pick. And so they got a swap instead. Really? That's that's the yeah. best you could come up with? Well, mm. yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm, again, you know, and, and Syria says Fernando and... Looks like we lost Mike there, but Jim, um, just just hearing, um, yeah. just hearing, just let's let's continue the conversation. Yeah, so I just I feel like that swap, they didn't really get any. I, I don't think they really got anything, to be honest with you. I mean, moving up ten spots, give or take, if that's where it all ends, uh, okay. I don't. I mean, I, I guess, I guess you could package that for something at a later date. I mean, I do, like I said to Mike, I think these next 36 minutes, there are other moves that could be made with all of this. So we don't know 100% how it's going to all shake out. So a little bit of patience has to be there just to see. But uh, as of right now, it's a little bit a yawner. But you made a good point. Um, And the point you made a couple of nights ago was, what they do, or more importantly, what they don't do, will tell you a lot about what the thinking is. Yeah, you know, a lot of people criticized the Rockets in the past for passing up on deals for um, for Eric Gordon. Now, is this the best deal you think that the Rockets have ever gotten for uh, Eric Gordon? No, probably not. They probably did wait a little too long. But And look, and the Rockets could have passed again on... Uh, trading Eric Gordon because they didn't like the deals that they got. But 
today. They like what they got. They allowed Eric Gordon to play um, to play out the the last couple of games without Kevin Porter to try to boost his value. And if this is the best that they were able to get, then they should be content with it. That that's kind of how I feel. But we've got Mike back, so Mike, I'll let you carry on. But I've got this magic story all good to go. Gotcha. I'm happy for I'm happy for Eric Gordon because I, look let, let's let the guy go and go somewhere where at least he can at least perform in the play. yeah you know he he goes he goes back to a place he's familiar with the team that's looking to get even better um, and you know what like I'm sure we'll talk in the coming episodes about Eric Gordon and his career as a whole yeah I think I think it's we wish Eric Gordon the best. We hope he does well in LA. But Jim, I'm going to let some other speakers come up. Thank you so much for for your time. Feel free, always a pleasure. All right, now I've Thanks got too. Ryan up here. Going to bring him up. Uh, so Ryan, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, whoa, whoa! You're a little choppy, Ryan. I'm going to bring you back when you're not. All right. Hopefully Ryan will get that sorted out and then we can bring him back up. But just to kind of um, go through some trades that we're seeing. um, Mike, are you there? Okay. I'm I'm still hearing some background. I don't know if it's from Ryan or not. Um, But yeah, so, so let let me, let's add some trades here because we do have some breaking news. Uh, The Spurs are trading Josh Richardson to the New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans are trading Devontae Graham and four second-round picks to the San Antonio Spurs. A lot of second-round picks are flying today. Yeah, second-round picks have no value, it seems like, in today's NBA. Yeah. Are you hearing that, Mike? Are you hearing that? Yeah, no, I'm I'm 100% hearing that. Okay. You think that's Ryan or you think that's... I don't know. Here, Ryan, uh, if you're still up here, would you mind uh, muting? Yeah, Ryan, mute or remove yourself from the room. And come back. There, that's better. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Uh, all right, I think. All right, it's over now. Sorry to our listeners okay. that are that yeah. we're hearing that. Uh, another another add uh, another add on that we have for that uh, for that trade with the Warriors and the Pistons and the Hawks. Kevin Knox is going from Detroit to Golden State. I actually love that deal for Detroit. Getting James Wiseman for Sadiq Bay. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I, I love that. I don't know. The thing with Detroit is like, I, I don't think Detroit is like the right place for him. If that makes sense. Yeah, they also just drafted uh, – who the hell did they just draft? The other guy from Miami – or from uh, Memphis. Who did they just draft? They draft – no, I don't know if he's from Memphis. Is it Memphis? They just drafted another big man. Milwaukee. Patrick Baldwin. No, I'm talking about Detroit. Who did Detroit just get in this past draft? Jalen Duran. That's what I'm saying. That's, who it, that's, that's who what I'm saying. Durin, if you yeah. have Jalen Duran, there's no need for a guy like uh, – for a guy like um, James Wiseman, like I just, I just thought yeah. it was kind of peculiar. But we'll see. I mean, look, the Pistons are a team. You know, they they're taking some. They're doing kind of. Look, they're they're in the same boat as the Rockets, but they are looking to use this deadline as an opportunity to 
you know, buy low on some of these, you know, question marks that, you know, have proven to be highly touted prospects at one point or another, um, but have, you know, for whatever reason, not, um, not come into fruition. Yeah. And it's so weird, man. This is a, this is one of the weirdest NBA trade deadlines. Definitely. You know, every, Um, we were talking last night about how we thought it was going to be a quiet one. And I thought it was funny because we had mentioned, you know, who's getting dealt and who's not. Um, And I, I said Jakob Pertl would get dealt and he got dealt last night back to the Raptors. The theme of this deadline is players going back to where they were. Yeah, that's crazy, man. By the way, I, on top I, of that, I almost got my pick right. I had the right team with Phoenix. You had the right idea. Ring. You yeah. had the right idea was there. that the, that the was Suns the, were going to do something. I was um, in the vicinity last night. But you know what? When when you have when you have the opportunity to go and get one of the best players of all time, you do it. And props oh to my the God. Suns. We didn't even talk that. about Durant. Yeah, I don't know if 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 you already talked about it. That is an A plus plus for Phoenix. Phoenix is the, Phoenix is the new. I mean, the fact is Phoenix the title favorite. A hundred percent. Them in Boston, and they're better. Yeah, than Boston. you know, I Top think with, bottom, I think with Phoenix, I think with Phoenix, it's um, I, I think with them, it's like you obviously make the deal, yes, but this like they they got they got to win now. They they got to win. Like you can't you can't lose after you made all these moves. Well, the, yeah. No, but I, I mean, I just, I love the, the brashness of it. Yeah. So we're 30 minutes away. It's about 30 minutes, we're, we're 30 minutes away from the deadline. Uh, we still got a lot of pieces that still got to get moved. I know the Blazers got to make a move. They got to let go of somebody after the trades they've made today. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Support for this podcast comes from Macy's. Macy's Inc. is making a major commitment to create a more equitable and sustainable future through its enterprise-wide social purpose platform, Mission Everyone. Through Mission Everyone, Macy's is directing $5 billion of the company's spend through 2025 to support diverse-owned businesses and retail development programs. That spend will also be directed to grant funding to advance human rights, racial justice, workforce development, and economic opportunity. Macy's is working in partnership with important organizations, including the Human Rights Campaign, National Urban League, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America, the Trust for Public Land, and the Jed Foundation and National Alliance on Mental Illness. When all of our voices are heard, when everyone gets a seat at the table, real progress is possible. To learn more about how Macy's Inc. is supporting a brighter future with bold representation for all, check out Macy's.com slash purpose. Indiana has to make some moves. Let's kind of go back to some of the trades that happened earlier today after the Kevin Durant deal. Um, So we have Mike Muscala going to the Celtics uh, for Justin Jackson, two second round picks. 
Justin Jackson's going to get waived. What do you think? Quick thoughts on that. I'm just going to go through all the deals and you give me a quick thought, Mike. Uh, say that one more time. Mike Mescala to Boston. Uh, it's a whatever burger. It does nothing okay. for Boston. Jay Crowder going to the um, to the Bucks. It's an A minus for for Milwaukee to be able to replace PJ Tucker off of that title team uh, is huge for them. He's going to uh, for second round picks. Love it. A minus. Yeah. Um, Thomas Bryant going to the Nuggets for Devon Reed in three seconds. I thought it was a really good move for Denver. Uh, I, I'm a little unclear why the Lakers gave up on Thomas Bryant like they did. My guess is cap space because it looks like they are they just got Mo Bamba, or they did get Mo Bamba. Mm-hmm. So I think that's actually an upgrade for them to go from Bryant to Bamba. Uh, but I like that move for Denver getting a, a legitimate backup to Jokic. Well, they got Jared Vanderbilt, too, in that deal with Russell Westbrook. So I oh, think- Vanderbilt? Okay. Oh, like, you're talking about the Lakers. About the Lakers, Lakers look. The Lakers are a totally new team. Totally new team. Um, but the Sixers, um, the Sixers get Jalen McDaniel's um, and two second round picks for um, for whoa. They, I don't even know what this deal was. This was a weird deal to me. Um, the The Sixers get Jalen McDaniel's and two second round picks. The Blazers get Matisse Thybul. And the Hornets get Steve McKaylock, who was a part of the Knicks Blazers trade last night for Josh Hart. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I think Jalen McDaniel was a really of, good get for the for the Sixers. I thought that was a really smart move from Daryl Morey and, yeah, and Philly. Daryl. I mean, I think Philly's got Daryl doing his thing. I think Philly's got something else up their sleeve in the last twenty six minutes of the deadline, but but we'll see. They can't stand Pat. They can't stand Pat in a winnable East. Boston can be had. I, I think Boston is great, but Boston can be had in a seven-game series. And my that was my pick at the beginning of the year was Philadelphia to come out of the East, and I'm sticking with it. But they need one. They need a move. They need one move. I don't know what it is. And I, I got a jet here in a minute. Um, Sounds good. I'm gonna bring up. I'm gonna bring up DJ here to to replace it. you, Mike. So I've got some company up here. But DJ, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? DJ's good people. DJ, hit hit that mute button. You're on mute right now. Hit it again. You what's should up, be good to up? go. There you go. DJ. What's up, Mikey V? Long time, man. Oh, it's been way too long, my friend. It's been yeah. way too long. Hey, treat what's, my, treat my the... guy Jeremy right. Don't be too hard on him. Oh, JB, what's up, man? What's up, DJ? How All are right, you? guys. Y'all, y'all be good. Jeremy, right. we'll talk. Thanks, Mike. All right, man. Feel free to pop in. All right, Whatever. Man. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, but... I, I just want to know this, JB. Why... Why did they make that, that trade for Eric Gordon? Like that's what we, that's that's what Stone was waiting on this whole time. He could have did that. Last I year. mean, he he could have done that last year, and that was a mistake, I believe. And I think that the I think the Rockets um they they simply realize now this was like there's there's no benefit to keeping him. You know the 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 cons outweighed the pros. They were able to get some veterans on this on this team. I'm curious to see which veterans are saying. So basically, the last 35 minutes since we've been on, the Rockets have traded Bruno Fernando, Garrison Matthews, and Eric Gordon, and they've brought in Frank Kaminsky, Justin Holiday, Danny Green, and John Wall. I can't imagine all four of those guys are going to get a buyout. What do you think, DJ? How many of those guys do you think would stay with the Rockets? 
Justin Holiday and Kaminsky. That's you it. think Holiday and Kaminsky? Yeah, I, John I, I think Kaminsky. Kaminsky is, in my opinion, the player most likely to stay. Um, Danny Green would be interesting if they could keep him. I, I think they're going to try their best to convince him to stay um, because they would love to have a guy like Danny Green who's been in the league a long time and can is a consummate professional, has a great reputation, um, and hopefully they hopefully they can get something out of that. Now, if, if they buy out all those players, um, they, they have – they have roster spaces they can use to sign X, Y, and Z. Some young players, maybe give them a shot. Um, and and what this move, what these moves really do is it opens up time for the players that they need to give playing time to. Josh Christopher, no questions about him being in the rotation for the rest of the year. Uh, Usman Garuba, same thing. Um, you know, they've like those guys are probably the biggest winners I would say in this in this trade deadline because they're going to get a shot to play a lot in the last 25-plus games or so. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. But my thing is this, man. Like, I understand why why you said they might keep Jet, um, uh, Danny Green because of the veteran leadership. Like you said, he's, he, he has that kind of cachet in the league as being a professional. But I'm like this, man. I wanted players. You know what I'm saying? Like, next year we don't – you know, I wanted players yeah. like – um and and I see all these big men get getting moved around, and I'm like, why haven't they gone after a big man? I I know they believe in Shingun, but we need some rim protection. Like that's that's like that, that's one of our faults. And and I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they waiting to see if they can get a chance at Wimbiama this year. But I'm like, yeah. Um, I would also be curious to see. I would also be curious to see maybe if Frank Kaminsky is 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 around, because that would give the Rockets some kind of, you know, paint presence, someone that can protect can protect the rim. Um, I I don't know a whole lot about Frank Kaminsky's game right now. What's that? I I I say he sucks, man. Kaminsky sucks. (laughs) He's definitely not who he used to be. Definitely not who he used to be. Yeah, he he had a little time in Phoenix. He was cool, but he didn't. He's not a needle mover. And I, I, I no, he's not. None of these none of these moves were going to be needle movers. If you really think I, about I think, it, I think I think what happened was, and why we seeing so many moves. I I think y'all would have been right with y'all predictions as far as it being quiet. But once KD moved, that sent the league into a wild fight. I think all leagues are now panicking, trying to compete. You got the Clippers. Yeah, because the West was looking weak. It was wide open. All of a sudden, they traded KD and Kyrie. It was. Now, what John Morant said, it's going to be easy. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) It's going to be. Well, I mean, before before KD and Kyrie, I I don't blame them for saying that. Um, But the Grizzlies, they got to make some moves here. Um, You know, Luke Kennard is not going to move the needle for them. That's not enough. Um, but look, I mean, we At still all. got 21 minutes until the trade deadline, and we still have OG Ananobi. We don't know where he's going to go. Um, I have a really hard time seeing uh, him not get traded, especially with his value up. We do have another trade here. Uh, Mason Plumley is joining our boy EG with the Clippers. Uh, not sure what the return is going back to Charlotte, but Mason Plumley. 
is going to the Clippers. What do you think about that one, DJ? It's a weird trade. That's um, cool. It's it's a weird trade, but I mean, yeah, that's Reg, weird. Reggie Jackson's going to Charlotte. Oh wow, that's uh, don't don't they still got uh, Terry Rozier over there? They must go bring they got Reggie Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. They've got they've got Terry Rozier. They've got Lamelo Ball. I don't know. I, I, Reggie Jackson's probably getting a buyout. That's a weird trade. Reggie Jackson's that's, that's probably a getting weird. a buyout. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna get a buyout. He 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 definitely gonna get a buyout. Now let me ask you a question. Do you think the Rockets make another move before it's over? You know, we talked a little bit about uh, on on yesterday's episode about Jay Sean Tate possibly having some interest with the Celtics. Um, but we, all, I also said, I think it's I think it's probably ninety ten that he stays um, with with the Rockets. Um, but it, look, if you're if you're not Jalen Green, Alperon Shengun, or Jabari Smith, or Tari Eason. Uh, you got to at least listen, man. And and that's that's what they've got to do. And Jay Sean Tate's probably the one player that outside of Eric Gordon that the uh, that that contenders would covet. And so I think that Reggie Jacks, uh, excuse me, not um, I think Jay Sean Tate um, is definitely getting some interest. Uh, but the Rockets, because he's under contract for the next two, three years or whatever, you know, he's not going to go anywhere. I don't think. Now, now let me ask you another question, JB. Mm-hmm. Now, do you put now, now do you put those that that the package of those Nets picks and go get Mikael Bridges and uh, Cam Thomas? I mean, uh, there was there was that report. I did see that from Kelly Eco at the Athletic. Um, you know, it'd be very very interesting. I would understand it if the Rockets did ultimately end up making that move. I just don't think that Brooklyn wants to let go of Mikael Bridges, even if they do get you know, their pick swaps back and uh, in this year's first round pick, like I don't, I just don't see that moving the needle for the, like Mikel Bridges is arguably their best player. And so are you just going to get back what you already had or what you don't have anymore? They're, they're basically just hitting the reset button completely, at least with this move with the Suns, they're hitting the reset button with Mikel Bridges as someone that can, you know, start that foundation. If they were to do that, you know, maybe what would be like Jay Sean Tate for, and the pick swaps for Mikel Bridges. Like I don't, I wouldn't hate that for the Rockets. I just don't see why the Nets would do that. If that makes sense. And right. Cam Johnson on top well, of it, it. It makes sense. But at the same time, it's like they're taking a flyer with this, with, with that move. And, I, and I, I think you're right. I think they want to see what they have first and see how they look and, and, you know, whatever system the coach has for them. I think that um, – I think they found Cam Thomas. I think that's a good move. Well, you know, they drafted Cam Thomas. So I think they have, may have a score slash point guard going forward. But they have a Ben Simmons problem. So I think that's their next decision on Ben Simmons. They have to – yeah, they're gonna have. To Where is Ben Simmons gonna be in 17 minutes? That that is also a big question. Um, OG Ananobi, Kyle Lowry, um, a bunch of guys still where I they see, are. I, and, and, and I, I can see Ben Simmons going to Toronto though, honestly. But hold on, wait. I can't believe. I don't believe. I can't believe Stone didn't try to at least throw a flyer at uh, James Wiseman. You know, I was thinking about that too, but I think that really goes to show you uh, how they feel about Shengun and knowing Shengun. the fact that Wemby could be coming 
um, you know, that they don't want to they don't want to muddy that anymore. Um, but I am reading that the Rockets are going to need to uh, clear some kind of caps, uh, some kind of roster spot uh, to make this deal work with the Clippers. And that probably means the end of the Boban era in, in Houston. I'd be, I'd be very surprised if it was any other player um, that wasn't Boban getting the cut. Well, well, I mean, half of the fans probably showed up for Boban, so that, that, there goes the attendance right there because they showed what's showing up for the games. So, you know, it, it was all the side attractions that the Rockets had. That's why they only got Boban anyway was to bring him in just to, yeah. you know, create some type of, you know, cash revenue. So it's, I mean, us losing Boban is not really a big loss. So, you know. I, it's not going to be a big loss. They got Frank Kaminsky now. So you oh, can wow. get an old. An old white guy at the end of the bench. They'll keep that. They'll keep that. Uh, what is? It? They'll keep that quota right there. But you know, I, I'm curious to see now this this point guard. Um, this point guard uh, buyout market is going to be really interesting with Russell Westbrook leading the way. Uh, if Kyle Lowry gets traded, he could be there. John Wall. Um, there's a lot of guys that are going to be um, coveted by some pretty big teams. Um, and, you know, you'd say the Clippers would have been interested maybe in getting a guy like Russell Westbrook. Um, but if they got Bones Highland, it really doesn't put them in that market anymore. Patrick Beverly also could be part of that point guard buyout market. Um, you know, Miami, yeah. Miami looks like a solid spot for one of these guys. Dallas, they could decide they need a backup for Kyrie Irving and they want it to be a former all-star. Um, I know Chicago has some interest in in adding someone at the buyout market. It should be a very interesting um, buyout market. Where do you think, uh, DJ, that John Wall ends up? Um, that's a good question, man. I, 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 can look, I can see Miami. I can see him going to Miami. Um, yeah, his. I mean, his kids were in Miami. Right, right. I can see him going to Miami. Um, eh, somewhere east. I don't think back west. Maybe if if uh, I don't see him going back to Washington, I don't see that happening. But I, I I can see Miami. Maybe, just maybe. This is a long shot, but um, maybe as a backup in Boston. But I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so because they, 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 they got Brogner and they uh, don't, don't they got Pritchard still over there? Pritchard. Yeah, they, they in Boston. They, they still got him. I was talking about him being a Rockets target. Um, not necessarily any reports saying that. Um, but yeah, I heard you last night when you said that. I heard you last. That was, that was a good. That was a good take though. That's a good take. I, I, I the, the type of player is is certainly someone that I would want. Uh, to see in Houston. Um, we'll see what happens in the next 13 minutes here, but um, you know, definitely a lot of moving parts with the, with the movements beyond the trade deadline. There should be a ton of movement um, even beyond when the three o'clock Eastern two o'clock central time comes up. Uh, DJ, any last words before I bring up another speaker? Uh no nah, man I'm just I'm gonna just fall back in the back and just I'm gonna just listen man. Sounds good. Welcome always, DJ. Thank you so much. All right, JB. All right. 
Yeah, so I've got Adam coming up here. Let's hear what he has to say. Adam, welcome to the Dream Take. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm a little busy, but always good. Well, thanks, for, uh, thanks for kind of keeping track of all this stuff. Um, this I'm doing the best I can. This trade deadline to me just shows that the Rockets are are just as confused as we are about their direction. Like they they don't know what they want to do. They don't know what player they could add that would actually improve the situation. They don't. They're basically, you know, we got to put all our baskets in and hopefully getting a number one or number two, you know, pick on you know in the draft lottery. That's kind of where they're putting all their their baskets in. Let's break this thing down to the to the studs and and let's just build it back up and hope that Jalen Green can become more consistent and become a number two two A option to to whoever we draft and and kind of build from there because they they could easily kind of get in the, on these on Bones Highland or some of these other plays, but they don't know who I either they don't know how to assess talent or they don't trust their culture and this organization enough to actually bring in competent players and actually have them still be competent or kind of grow and develop. And they're just, they're basically all in on, you know, we like Shingun, we like green, you know, hopefully we're going to commit to KJ Martin, you know, Jabari Smith, hopefully he, you know, he figures it out next year and gets better and doesn't turn into, you know, doesn't turn into, you know, what we've seen, you know, it's not more of the same and just let's try to add, you know, one Benyama or, or scoot and let's move on from there. But I mean, at this point, I would, I would have even just, a you know, it, what they've done is just chaos for the sake of nothing. And they shouldn't, they, they could have just let, you know, Eric Gordon's contract run out, you know, and say, probably, I, I don't even know if they saved that much money, maybe a million, a million and a half with all these deals. Like, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't get any of this. And I get it. I don't like it. Is what I'm saying. The, well, maybe I could add some clarity to you because. Um, whoa! Breaking news: The Blazers are trading Gary Payton the second back to the Warriors for the five second round picks that they got for Sadiq Bay. Oh, geez, that that's interesting. That is very Just- Gary Payton the second played like what seven games for the Blazers like whoa but anyway uh, not not a huge trade for the Rockets in the break this conversation so I'm not going to do that but um yeah I, whew, that was a very surprising trade the the Warriors one is I mean that's just collusion at that point you know they're just, they're just collusion you know there's some under the you know there's some money being exchanged you know under the table by these teams because there's no reason like there's no reason okay. that, you know like it's just it's it's crazy. That 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 makes no sense whatsoever. Why you would want to help Golden State? You know, you could have gotten you could have gotten a better deal for somebody else. You know, you didn't even. I don't know. You know, Portland. That that's that's even more confusing. You know, for all the deals they made, like you're you're still holding on to Jeremy Grant. You know, like it's. I mean, yeah. All now stuff. that that's a that's a team with weird direction. Is Portland, um, but to kind of you know, I guess quell your Rockets concerns, uh, or at least try to. Here, here's, here's my best shot. You know, today is not going to change too much of the Rockets' future. Um, you know, if any, we knew that if any trade was going to be made, it was going to be a small one. Um, and 
we like because so much of the next step for the Rockets involves what happens at the draft this year. It's going to change the total direction of your team, whether you get Wemby, whether you get Scoot, whether you get someone else. Uh, no matter who that pick is, the Rockets are changing. Um, you know that that's when the Rockets were totally change directions and go in whatever direction is led for them by the ping pong balls. Um, and also getting a new coach. Um, you know, so those are two huge uh, factors to this rebuild that isn't going to happen today. And what basically today was all about uh, was getting some, some form of upgrade to the assets you currently have. And, they did that, I think. Even though it was a small pick swap with the Clippers, it's something that they didn't have before. And them bringing in all these veterans, whether it's to help be a locker room presence or whether it's to buy them out, you're opening playing time up for Josh Christopher. You needed to do that. You're opening up playing time for uh, Usman Garuba. You needed to do that. And at least for these next 30 or so games, these next 30 or so games once they're done, they're done, and they really don't have that much value to them. But it gives you some kind of something that you can maybe work with. That, that's all that this day is about. Um, and to me, the Rockets are making the right moves. Like, I really have no qualms with anything the Rockets have done. Um, yes, it's not a needle mover, but it wasn't expected to be. So I'm totally totally game with how the Rockets have attacked this deadline, assuming they don't have any more moves in the next six minutes. I'm not necessarily disappointed. I'm just, this is almost like confirmation, you know, of just of how confused they are. Like yeah, if you want to open up playing time, just continue not to play Bruno Fernando and, and Gar- Garrison Matthews. You don't, you don't owe them anything, you know, like if you want to like, that's a good point. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of this stuff's not going to change until they change their coach. They bring, you know, one of the, you know, hopefully a top two pick in here. They do the, all these other things. They're just in a holding pattern. And, and you know what? Like, I, I assume that I was hoping that I wasn't right, but you know, that, that's kind of what they are. Like, it's almost like do no harm and do no good. And, you know, that's kind of what this is at, at this point. You know, I'm curious to see who started that conversation between the Houston Rockets and the Atlanta Hawks. Like, who was like, you know what? I really want Frank Kaminsky. Or, like, did, Gar- did Rafael Stone really call up uh, Landry Fields and Travis Schlink? Is Travis Schlink still there? I'm not sure. But I know Landry Fields is. Did he, did he call him up and say, yeah. hey, man, I really want Frank Kaminsky? <laughs> and, like, like, did that happen? Or did Landry Fields go to the Rockets and say, hey, like, we want to get Bruno Fernando back. Like I, where that conversation started. Uh, I I'm very curious to hear if, if we do get to hear. Um, but yeah, I think, look, I'm, I'm totally. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you surprised Josh Christopher hasn't moved. Like, I mean, if there's any player that's like not getting barely any playing time, you know, has, has shown, an ability to score to be a kind of microwave, you know, score off the bench, like has some value, you know, he may not have value to other teams because, you know, because of the way the Rockets have used them. But like, uh, you know, people in know would kind of know that this guy has talent. Uh, 
Yeah, and I think I think like Josh Christopher is is the biggest winner of this of this whole trade. Um, is the fact that he's able to you know there's no Garrison Matthews behind him anymore. And, and look, uh, by trading Garrison Matthews, arguably your best shooter. Um, you, you do lose that, you know, and the Rockets weren't good at three-point shooting to begin with. It's going to be a rough stretch to the end of the season. Um, I think the Rockets have only won, like, two games in the last, like, four years that Eric Gordon hasn't played in, and now the Rockets definitely don't have Eric Gordon. But what what it does is it, it sets to the future. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, um, is is K.J. Martin the, the longest-tenured Rocket now? I think he is. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, cause him and Tate were the only ones here in that COVID year, um, at least that I can remember. Um, and KJ came in the draft, and Jay Sean Tate a day or two later in, in free agency. KJ Martin, congratulations. You're the longest tenured Houston Rocket. <laughs> but I think – and look, this move obviously helps KJ as well. Um it, it moves him to the starting lineup. You know, he wanted a a bigger role. He even was willing to uh, request a trade to get that role. But his patience and his development has allowed him to get that role in Houston. And he's about to enter a contract year and an ability to get a, a lot of money. And I think that was the key thing for for uh, KJ Martin is to set himself up to get a, a bag in 2024 uh, to set him up in his contract here to do that. Now the Rockets could also decide uh, let, let's try to extend KJ now. Um, that could be something that they, they look into down the line. I'm curious to see if they'll end up doing that this summer. I think, yeah. I mean, I hope the Rockets are smart enough to have had a conversation conversation with KJ Martin to say, Hey, you're, you're cemented in the starting lineup the rest of the year. Hope Silas is under, understands that as well. And that they have some kind of commitment to, to him, you know, based on what he's produced so far this year. If, if that, if, if, and if all of this, you know, kind of yields that, then it's positive, you know, if it affirms a, a piece that we know has some possibility of helping us down the road, you know, three, four years. And there's some commitment there. I mean, that's positive. I think that's something also interesting about the Atlanta talks. I mean, I feel like the Rockets have enough pieces if they really wanted Collins, John Collins, they could have got him, you know, like, so they obviously are not interested in. Maybe that's where the talk started. That's probably definitely where the talk started. Like, you know, Collins has nowhere to go at this point. Like, it's, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, he's got Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta, yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically. Uh, it looks like, I mean, as we get to the 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central deadline here, we're about a minute away. Um, we're seeing a lot of reports of this player isn't going anywhere. This player isn't going anywhere. But there will be trades likely announced after 3 o'clock. But as of right now, teams are sending in those trades to the league office. Um, and waiting to see now they in the next minute they they can't send any more trades to the league office once this minute is up no more trades pencils down and maybe it will eventually get to the reporters in the coming minutes but you know Adam like I think the Rockets you know especially 
what they were able to do, um, what they were, what, what the Nets did um, has, has really helped the Rockets. And that alone makes them a winner here in this trade deadline. Maybe, uh, maybe help them out some more. Yeah, we'll give you one of your picks back. You know, you send us one of your top three players. We can ensure that you're going to be even, you know, especially bad. You know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be hard for. It, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Nets because basically they are. You know, the way they're going to play is Cam Thomas. You know, being a you know a, a ball hog. You know, initiating all the offense and just a bunch of three and D players. You know, on the wings. I mean. I, that defense is that defense is pretty 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 good. It is, yeah. Claxton has has developed, and you know, but you know, I, you know, Cam Thomas. Yeah, you know, they found something. I don't know if he's going to be scoring forty points a game. I don't know if he's like the next you know burgeoning all star. But I, you know, that that's that's a middling team. I think. Yeah, with with the way that they're currently built, especially if they're going to offer Cam Johnson a twenty twenty four million a year contract, you know, yeah, they're 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 they'll they'll be up at the against the luxury tax, you know, um, you know, still with all their contracts. But I, I don't I don't know. Um, I, I I have a general question for you. Do you think Eric Jordan sure. actually will do anything to help the Clippers? Mm, now. That's tough to say because um, I'd imagine he is the sixth man in in L.A. Um, And I would probably say that, I mean, it's tough because you look at the Clippers and what they've done. And, yes, they have improved their team today. They got Mason Plumlee. They got Eric Gordon, Bones Highland. Um, You know, they've obviously felt that they needed to do something. But that doesn't compete with what the – Mavericks did by getting Kyrie it doesn't compare to what the Suns did with KD and I don't think you can say for certain that they are better now than the Nuggets and the Grizzlies so if that were to be the case that means that the Clippers are a first round exit um, but what makes the what makes the West so interesting in my opinion is that those four teams, I would say, Mavericks, Suns, Nuggets, and Grizzlies are the best four teams in the West. But the other four teams, um, you know, Sacramento, um, the Lakers, the Warriors. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger as six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. 
Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hidden. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Those teams all have, like, they. it wouldn't be a surprise if any of those teams were to upset one of the other four in the playoffs. Um, and it, so it's going to make a really interesting first round because a lot of these teams are very similar and the records, the records that every team has aren't going to mean a whole lot in the playoffs because so many teams are going to look far different in the second half of the season than they did in the first half. Um, and, you know, we, we're going to see some, you know, weird seedings come about and, and it could lead to a wild, wild Western conference playoff run. Um, who who else do you think is probably I mean other than the Suns because that's an obvious answer, um, another big winner for you. What do you, who do you think? I mean the Warriors. I, I hate to say it, but if you get if you're getting your basically your your best defender back from a championship level team, you know, and you know, assuming he's going to be kind of a hundred percent healthy, Steph comes back, you know, it, it's just about how far do they fall, you know, with him being out. I mean, people are trying to downplay how long he's going to be out they make it seem like he's going to be out like a week and a half, you know, for, you know, some torn, you know, torn, um, you know, tendons, you know, like partially torn tendons. Uh, so, but it's, uh, I mean, I, I like what Dallas did. I don't know if you saw the game last night. I, I think yesterday's game, you know, against the, against the Mavericks, Clippers and Mavericks, that, that, that put off, that, that sent alarm bells to, to the, to the Clippers. They're playing at full strength. You know, you could tell that Kawhi was competing. Paul George, you know, was as healthy as he's going to be. And they couldn't beat a Lucas, you know, Mavericks team. And Kyrie didn't even, you know, play that, that amazingly. You know, they, they, and so, so if I'm comparing kind of, you're getting rid of Reggie Jackson and, you know, Luke Kennard and John Wall, and you're going to, you know, basically, you know, I mean, Bones Highland and Eric. Bones Gord. Highland. So that starting five is going to be. What, what what does that starting five even look like? Maybe well, the, maybe Eric Gordon Terrence does. Mann is, Terrence Mann will start. Yeah, it. so it'll be Terrence Mann, Paul George, Kawhi, Marcus Morris, and Zubats, and then your backups: Eric Gordon, Bones Highland, uh, Nick Batum, and Mason Plumley. They are just. They went from being like a team that had a lot of young, kind of up and coming talent, a good mix. They just look old all the way around. Yeah, you know? they, they like, did. They did get younger. Uh, getting Bones Highland in there, I think, was a, a, a clever, clever decision to to add a little bit of youth in there. And I think I think they needed that. Um, but you know, the the Clippers, the Clippers are right there in that second tier of teams in the in the West, where they're probably a first round exit based off of what we've seen. But if they do get a matchup against like Sacramento. 
in the playoffs or they can find a way to get Memphis maybe. Um, although I do, I would probably say Memphis would win a seven game series. Um, but you can't, you can't count the Clippers out. Memphis, they, they, they got a, I think Memphis they, is a loser for me. Anobi yeah, Memphis bus. is a loser for me yeah. at, at this point. I do think they are in talks road in Anobi and I, I would expect there to be some kind of, there has to be some kind of deal after three that it happens every year or excuse me, two o'clock I'm on the East coast. So that's why I'm saying three, but um, you know, it, there's gotta be something coming. And, and with all this talk about the Raptors, just for them to, to basically just say, no, thanks. Like, look, the thing with the Raptors is they've won, um, they've won three straight games. They're in 10th place in the East. So they're in that play. They're in that play in picture. Um, they've got a shot, you know, they've got a shot to really like go out and do something. And I think, um, or excuse me. Um, I think that they, they chose that they like their core and they're going to stick with it. And, um, at least from what we've seen, you know, it could, it could be totally different, um, based off of what we see in a, in a buzzer beater trade. Um, but I personally think, I personally think Toronto is making a mistake. Um, you know, you have the irons hot for you to get some, some kind of move and, and you don't, it's just a little, um, it's a little weird. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, I scratch my head on that one. A low key move that I like as well as Josh Hart to the Knicks. I think that helps them at least to kind of, you know, maintain their seating a little bit, you know, the, the Knicks are a yeah. winner for me. The Knicks are definitely a winner for me. I think they did the right thing. They didn't have to give up too much. Cam Radish was on his way out regardless. Um, And getting Josh Hart, it only makes their defense that much more stifling. You know, I was at, I was at the magic Knicks game the other day. The Knicks are, are fun to watch. Like, like that is a team that I wish I could watch more of. I wish I just, I just don't got the time. I've got rockets stuff to worry about. I got magic stuff to worry about. But with the Knicks, that's a fun team. I don't think they're a, a team that's going to win and beat one of those top four East teams in the playoffs, but they'll give a team a good run. They, they will. I, I believe it. Memphis is... is yeah, well, you're saying the Raptors aren't going to move anyone. Interesting. Like Memphis, to me, like they're like a team that they got this level of success and they're just... Their overconfidence, their cockiness is just is is almost to their detriment now you know they they're like almost satisfied they got they got just a treasure trove of picks they you know they wouldn't even have to mess up their core to to upgrade on some of this stuff it's just they uh i mean i i don't know i don't know how they can still be that much committed to dylan brooks after two years of just whatever you know everybody sees them it's like somebody seeing somebody in an abusive relationship and just, they don't see it you know like it's uh, it's crazy to me. It's, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't see them doing anything when it comes down to it, when it's a pressure situation in the playoffs, ultimately. I think Dallas is better than Memphis at this point. Yeah, you know, this Sacramento is good too. I mean, Sacramento is going to be about, it's going to be about matchups, like you said. Sacramento, you know? I think can, if, but they need a good matchup. That That's the thing. And, and their inexperience in the playoffs, I think is, is a, 
is a slight. And I think if whatever they can do to get a top four spot in the West so that they can host a playoff series is going to be big. You know, last night's game, I think, could have some major uh, implications on this playoff race. And that that call that was controversial, even though um, what do you think? Did Eric, did Eric Gordon foul De'Aaron Fox? He was just stupid for being that yeah. close and for them. I, I said it that, last night. You know, don't let the game get that close to where it's in the hands of the refs. It's just not – you don't. You want to be in control of as many things as possible. Um, and the Rockets didn't play well enough last night to do that. The Kings did. They played well enough. They got a win. They're in third place in the West. Um, and the Kings didn't do a whole lot. And, you know, um, this this trade deadline, like I mentioned on last night's episode, is a, is just as much – about the trades you don't make versus the trades you do. And I think that the Grizzlies are going to regret not doing something uh, for, for Dylan Brooks uh, if, if they're going to lose him at the, at, in free agency. Um, I, think they'll, I think they'll regret that. Um, and this team they have, it's a good team. They've got two all-stars, Jaron Jackson Jr., John Morant, but – you didn't gain much. You got Luke Kennard. Like, is Luke Kennard going to win you a championship? I just I have a hard time seeing it, especially with what – look, if if the Suns and the Mavs stayed put and the Nets stayed put, I would have less reservations about the Grizzlies. But knowing what Dallas and Phoenix did, getting guys that have won championships before that make your team a lot better than what they were originally – um, it, it's it's questionable. It and, and that's not to say that the Grizzlies didn't make an effort because we obviously only see a peek behind the curtain every once in a while, especially for teams that aren't the Rockets in this case. Um, but I would say that the Grizzlies, um, if if they don't win the championship this year, that we're going to look back to February 9th and said, "Why didn't you do X, Y, or Z?" That's that's almost like when you know treating 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 your organization like a family more than a business kind of works against you. You know, like at some point you got to do what's best for you know for you as a as an organization, not not just keep keep players for sentimental reasons or you know do things. Yeah, I I just I can't think of any other reason why they're just so committed to Dylan Brooks after after all this. I mean, it's interesting. I think, uh, I think New Orleans is the, is the wild card, you know, is Zion going to be healthy? Are they going to, you know, like New Orleans stayed piping quiet. Not a peep from New Orleans, at least from what I've seen. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. Um, I mean, even like with Sacramento, like, you know, why not? Why not trade Rashawn Holmes and and maybe get get a good kind of a defensive big you know in there to to spell Sabonis you know like it's there's certain things but I mean they have their style I mean they're gonna be up tempo they're gonna try to outscore you and you know what like offense is at a premium you know these days you know like they are the best offensive team in the league and and they're just you know like hopefully they get a good matchup for them um, but. Uh, I, you know, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. The West is definitely a lot more fun than it was, you know, 24, 48 hours ago. Yeah, we've got a lot of listeners here on Spotify Live. Thank you so much to those that are taking time out of their day to come and join us. If you want to come up, be part of the conversation, hit that speaker request button 
and come on and talk. We're 13 minutes past the trade deadline. No buzzer beater deals yet. A bit of a surprise, um, as because I said 13 minutes ago, we will definitely have a trade after three after three Eastern to Central. But still, no no trades. Is the coast clear? I feel like if we like, I don't want to like say no. let's go home and then two seconds later we get a trade. Um, but I do think the Rockets are done. Um, I, I can't imagine them working at the very last minute to try and trade Jay Sean Tate or somebody uh, maybe getting in as a third team on a deal. Um, it just doesn't seem very likely at this point. Um, but yeah, this is, this is, this is the deadline. This, I don't want, I don't want to say it officially yet, but for all things that we're seeing, it looks like the deadline is, is without maybe one or two trades possibly done. The only other kind of major kind of uh, deal whispers that were out there was like Zach Levine. Yeah, Zach Levine to, and the Knicks the was Knicks. a thing going on today. The Knicks ultimately uh, were soft on that. Um, and the Bulls held on to all their players. The Bulls, I don't think the Bulls made a trade. At this point, like with, you know, clearly, you know, if we're, if we're going back to kind of thinking about the Rocket situation, San Antonio's tanking. Charlotte is clearly tanking, you know, they're, you know, it's Detroit. I mean, they're trying to win. They just can't win. You know, they just, they just, you know, no Cade, you know, and Ivy, I think is, you know, he's, he's not good enough to kind of elevate them on a night to night basis. I, I don't know. I hate, I hate saying this and Mike is going to hate hearing this, but like, don't mess up getting up to a bottom three pick Do not, bottom three odds. Do not mess up. You know, like just you you've been bad this whole year. You haven't tried to really improve, you know, through trades or anything else. At this point, you know, like you're bad. You know, like you you're so bad that basically you've deflated the value of even players that people thought were good, you know, previously. I think Jayshon Tate's value has gone down, you know, through just, you know, the Rockets being as bad as they are. It's I'm not saying purposely tank, I'm just saying, hey, like Let's focus on the development of these young players, truly. You know, no more Air Gordon here. Let's, you know, let's let's truly kind of invest in let's let's see some fun lineups where you got Jalen Green, Tari Eason, um, you know, Jabari Smith, you know, like you, you see some you, you see some like creativeness, you know, with with some of some of these lineups and mm-hmm. and none of this just confounding rotational stuff that we've been getting. Let's see Ty Ty Washington get some minutes finally. Yeah. That that's what that's what this deadline has done. We'll see if those translate to wins. It's probably not going to be too many wins, if any. Um but a funny tweet I wanted to point out just to kind of um say it. Patrick Beverly last night tweeted, I see Woj been in the gym. He's given Shams trouble this year. And Shams was the first one on his deal to the magic. I thought that was very poetic, hilarious. Of course, that's the timeline we live in. Um, but Adam, any last words before I swap out speakers? Funny, a funny thought that I had. Um, you know, no matter what you think about Kyrie and all this other stuff, I mean, I I hope Nick Fr- Friedel doesn't you know doesn't start covering the Suns <laughs> or the. Or the at that point, at that point. You should you should file criminal stalking charges against them. <laughs> like he, like that dude has built a career off their backs, and I mean I, 
you know, that, that shouldn't happen. I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad if uh, Cuban, you know, had a, you know, did what he did a few years ago by kind of blocking his acts. We'll see. We'll see. But thank you so much, Adam, for coming up and, and keeping me company. Um, yeah. So Kelly Eco of the athletic friend of the dream shake is uh, reporting what we all have, um, you know, discovered or expected uh, rockets are going to plan on waving John wall uh, again, <laughs> or, well, I guess because he is already, you know, the rockets are already paying him this year anyway. Uh, so why not add that little vet minimum that the Clippers agreed to sign? Um, but I guess you don't need to buy out a minimum contract. Um, but Hey, you know, what's, what's another couple million dollars if you're already paying him 40 plus million. Um, so that, what that will do is that will open up a roster spot, um, that the Rockets can use on, uh, a young player they can sign players to like 10 day contracts that, that could be wanting another chance in the NBA. Um, we'll see, you know, the Rockets are going to have opportunities here to bring in people, try them out, see if they fit. Maybe they do. Maybe uh, they didn't work out in another place and maybe a change of scenery will do them some good. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think the Rockets, I looked at Mike, uh, he tweeted out from the Dream Tick account that he gives the Rockets a C plus for this deadline. And I think it's a bit harsh. Um, I would give the Rockets, um, I would give the Rockets a B, uh, a B as their trade deadline grade, only because, you know, yeah, you don't make any big flashy moves. Um, you don't, like you don't get better necessarily as this roster, um, but you do get that future value and you did something. And to me, that was like the most important part of this deadline was that the Rockets would take advantage of the opportunity that the trade, that the trade deadline brings. And they did that, you know, they, um, you know, they gave, they gave uh, opportunities for Eric Gordon to go be a contender with a team that he's played with before uh, Bruno Fernando and and Garrison Matthews they uh, they free up some space in the rotation for those guys. Uh, you know, C plus is average, so I can see why Mike says that. I'm gonna give it a B because I think they they were able to do something and that should be rewarded. Um, I think a C plus would be if the Rockets did nothing, only because it's not a horrible atrocity if the Rockets did nothing today because it doesn't it doesn't have that much of an impact on the whole um, league or the whole team in their, in their, um, in their future, at least for the considerable future. Um, but yeah, you know, I think, I think the Rockets are going to be just fine. And I think that this deal, while it may not net a whole bunch of wins down the stretch, the Rockets get better today. And as, as a franchise, and even if it's a one degree shift, I'll take the one degree over the zero degrees. Um, now that it's 21 minutes past the hour, um, I I want to say we're safe. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any deals. There hasn't been any deals announced in about 25 minutes. So I'm going to take this as we're in the clear and watch as I close out the show. There's probably going to be seven deals coming on in uh, just to just to spite me. Um, that's definitely what's going to happen, isn't it? 
Um, but yeah, look, we got a whole bunch of trades. I'm going to run down all of the trades. I've written them all down in my tracker. Uh, it looks like today we had, if you, after the Durant trade, which happened last night, it looks like there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different trades, um, which isn't a lot, which isn't as much compared to last year. And these nine trades weren't exactly um, all singular. Like there was like the Blazers trade with Gary Payton and the Warriors. That's part of the uh, Sadiq Bay James Wiseman trade. So that that counts as one trade. So if you don't count that, so we're looking at like ten or eleven different different trades here. Um, just to kind of recap um, throughout the day from what we got. Uh, Jakob Pertl to we'll, we'll start with after the um, after the Durant trade. So at, that Pertl was before then Durant. Mike Mescala to Boston for Justin Jackson and two second round picks. Um, Justin Jackson is expected to be waived by OKC. Um, Jay Crowder off to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, the Pacers are going to have to do something. Uh, the Pacers, they ended up waiving Terry Taylor and Goga Batadza as part of this deal. Uh, but they get Jordan Nwora, Serge Ibaka is probably going to be a uh, buyout person, and George Hill. The Pacers also get a couple second-round picks. The Nets also get some second-round picks as part of acquiring Jay Crowder in the Kevin Durant trade. Thomas Bryant's going to Denver. From the Lakers, they're getting Devon Reed and three second-round picks. The 76ers are getting Jalen McDaniels from the Charlotte Hornets, along with two second-round picks. Portland Trailblazers are getting Matisse Thybul, and the Charlotte Hornets are getting Svi Mikhailuk, who's part of the New York-Portland deal that happened last night. The Clippers are getting Bones Highland uh, from the Nuggets for two second-round picks. The, the Clippers are also getting Eric Gordon from the Houston Rockets. Uh, the Rockets are getting back John Wall, who they plan on waiving. Danny Green from the Memphis Grizzlies and Luke Kennard from the LA Clippers is going to the Grizzlies. The Rockets are also trading uh, Bruno Fernando, Garrison Matthews to the Hawks for Frank Kaminsky, Justin Holiday, two future second round picks. The four team deal that features the Pistons, Hawks, Warriors, and Blazers. So the Pistons are getting James Wiseman from the Warriors. The Hawks are getting Sadiq Bey from the Pistons. The Warriors are getting Gary Payton II from the Blazers. And the Blazers are getting Kevin Knox from the Pistons, along with five second-round picks that originally belonged to the Hawks before today. So, yeah, <laughs> a lot a lot of deals. And then, of course, one last Clippers deal, Mason Plumley going to the Charlotte Hornets for Reggie Jackson in a second-round pick. So, yeah, that's a lot. As long as there's no buzzer beaters, that's the trade deadline, y'all. That's deadline day. Uh, really fun to do this. I uh, love doing this. Um, it's a lot of fun to hear from y'all to talk about more than just the Rockets. Although we are a Rockets podcast, we did get a lot of Rockets talking here. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone that, that showed up today, took time out of their day to support us. It really means a lot. Um, and if you're listening to us on demand, of course, we, we truly do appreciate you. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Dream Take and at Dreamshake SBN. Also head over to our Facebook page. Give us a like over there. If you'd like to follow my personal Twitter, you can do so at Jeremy Brenner, J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. And you can follow my co-pilot on Twitter, Michael Brown at Mike Brown underscore 2020. 
Mike will be back um, with tomorrow night's show, The Rockets Play the Heat. We'll be back here on Spotify Live to recap that one. And then on Sunday, they play again on Sunday. The Rockets, they've only got a couple of games before um, before All-Star Weekend next week. Um, so they get they get Miami on Friday, Philadelphia on Monday, and OKC on Wednesday. Then we'll be off for a week or so for NBA All-Star Weekend. We might do an episode uh, on the way on the tail end of that break the Rockets have. Um, but then the Rockets got to go to Golden State and Portland to start off the second half of the season. Rockets don't play at home again for 19 days. Their next game at home ends the month, February 28th against the Denver Nuggets. So yeah, a lot of a lot of downtime in these next couple of days, but we'll always keep you here busy at the Dream Take. Again, thank you so much for those tuning in to this episode. And until next time, go Rockets. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lifting contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial Series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial Series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts.